So welcome to another episode of Punch Me in the Face. And what I want to talk about today is how much money do you need to make? Everybody online has all these awesome ideas. They throw out all kinds of shit. I heard a guy the other day, I almost fell to the ground. He said, you need two to $300 million to be free. So I watched again. Because I'm like, obviously I didn't hear that right. So basically nobody in the world has ever attained freedom financially. And the f- sad thing is we say stuff like, well, that's F you money. Well, first of all, I don't know what that means. I'm trying to be realistic here and help people so we can have a real adult discussion about things. The single biggest reason I think people don't attain financial success is because they live in a fantasy world, right? If I have no money and I go, I'm going to be a billionaire, I know I'm not going to be a billionaire if I'm broke. Like unless I invent something because I'm so brilliant and it works out perfectly and nobody's ever thought about it in the course of time in all of mankind, then I'm not going to be a billionaire. So what it does, it sets me up to not fail. And what these, and I don't know if they're, because I, I don't think they're that smart. I don't. I really don't. I, I'd like to say they're being manipulative and saying, doing, but I, I, I don't think they are. I, I do think that they're dumber than you think they are. By the way, I think the people that you listen to that you think are crazy rich, that might be rich, I don't know they're that much smarter than you. I don't, because they say really stupid shit. That actually makes no sense. You need to be worth or have two to $300 million or you're not financially free. Dude, what are you doing with, I mean, like I could show you if you had, if you had $3 million, what to do with it, how to make a fair return with no risk to generate monthly income and work your job. And then you go, well, would I be free? What's your definition of freedom? I guess my man over here, two to 300 million, Tonto, his idea is you better have, you know, seven houses, a helicopter, a jet. I look at the things that, that, and I know because I know I'm able to, blessed to have a lot of those things. I know what they actually cost. I know what, how you can, it's not, what are you talking about? All I ever want to say is shut your mouth when you're talking to me. You know, from that damn movie. What, like, it, dude, like, that. that's the only thing you can say to people like that. So let's take a breath, let's stop, and let's start thinking logistically, realistically. What do you need to be financially free if you want to be financially free? First of all, what is financial freedom? You have to define that for yourself. The first thing you should be doing is going, okay, what do I want to attain financially in my life? One of mine was financial freedom. My financial freedom... I said to myself, I need to make myself, okay? Now, obviously, inflation, everything else. This guy's, I guess, he's got inflation on on steroids to the 100th degree every minute of every day because I'm, like, I've been doing this for 25 years, and I've seen, like, the dollar doesn't go. I get it where we are today compared to where we were before, but this dude's got some, and some of these people, they say it. They talk about it all the time. They openly talk about turning you into a billionaire or teaching you to be worth hundreds of millions of dollars. And I, I'd venture to guess most people say that aren't worth that much money either. But it's really hard for you to track it, right? Like you're kind of taking their word for it, right? So at the end of the day, you have to decide. I knew 25 years ago that if I made myself a quarter million dollars, $250,000, I wasn't going to buy jets. I wouldn't have had one back then. I wouldn't have like big old boat, yacht, whatever you want to call it. I wouldn't have had one of those back then. I wouldn't live where I live. Totally get all that. But I would have been able to live my life 
doing the things I needed to do for my children. I would have had a mortgage commensurate with making $250,000 a year. I would have had a car. So the bottom line is you have to decide. I have a good friend of mine who's legitimately very wealthy. And he says the majority of people, when they make a certain amount of money, live a lot better than they need to live. And the majority of people like live a lot better than they need to live than we need to live, right? There's things that like we do, we don't have to do them. I'm okay with talking about how amazing your life could be financially, giving back. That all, I'm always waiting for that too. When people are talking about how wealthy they are, I'm always waiting to hear how much they give back. That's always like the number one reason I want people to buy Punch Me in the Face, the book, is because I want to give the money to the Dream Center that I committed to giving them every time we sell a copy. I do want it to help too, but the number one reason, if I'm being really crazy up front with you, it's because I want to help my buddy Pastor Matthew in East LA in the Dream Center. I do. But you have to understand that you have to decide what do you legitimately need to make? How much money do you need to make? What what will you live within your means? That's what's always, when I started my last company, I had people that would bitch about how much they're making. And I'd be like, why don't you come to, to where I live? And like, and I think they assumed they were going to come to this house that was worth two, three, five, seven, ten million dollars. And I'm like, dude, I've been running the company for three years. We put everything back in. I live here. Not a great area, not a big house, one worth a couple hundred thousand dollars. So what? And then, yes, we started making money. And I bought my first house that was a million dollars and then a million plus. And a million. I get all that. But at the end of the day, I lit. And by the way, it was okay. Life was good. I was happy. Like it didn't all of a sudden go like the, the sad thing is you have to have a real reason, in my opinion, to want to do a lot more. And you should also set realistic goals. Because when you set crazy, unrealistic goals, you can't fail. Like if I were to go out at in an NBA game at halftime and shoot a half-court shot, I literally have no fear. Because the average NBA guy doesn't make every half-court shot. I don't even know what they'd make if they shoot 34%, 37% behind a three-point line. It's got to be considerably less at half-court. So if they're at... If they make 15% of them, and I'm not an NBA player, and I got one shot, there's literally no, why would I remotely worry about what anybody thinks? Because everybody believes I'll fail. I have a, and, and I'm not an NBA player, so I have 2% chance of throwing a ball from half court and making it. But if you put me at, and you ask me to make a layup, well, those are so easy, it's hard to screw it up. But boom, put me at the free throw line. Now, now me, I'm going to shoot no matter what, and I'm not a great shooter. I don't pretend to be. Football, baseball, basketball, I like to foul, play defense. I want a shooter. But if you put in the free throw line, and I would start thinking maybe, wait a minute, this is a very makeable shot. High school kids that are good are 70 80% from the line. Most of the people in the stands expect me to make it. Then what if I miss, and I miss really bad? Because missing from half court, if you hit nothing, everybody's like, yeah, they go back to eating their hot dog, drinking their beer. They don't think shit about it. But you miss a free throw or airball that thing, you'll hear the booze. You won't hear the booze when you throw it, unless you throw a half-court shot, bump it off your knee, and it goes 12 feet. And then that, they might say something. But you fire that ball. It goes over the backboard. Nobody cares. Doesn't catch any backboard. Nobody cares. Goes full speed to backboard. Comes bouncing back past the free throw line. Like, nobody cares. But go up there and airball that free throw bang that thing off the backboard like you were trying to miss it intentionally even though you weren't, people just screw you up, dude. It'll mess you up.
You watch a lot of people throw out the first pitch. Like, how hard can it be? Ask them to go to center field and throw the ball as hard as they can. They'd probably be a lot less because they can't fail. But they're 60 feet, six inches away going, anybody can throw this ball. An eight-year-old, a five-year-old, like, I-, I should be able to throw the ball and let the catcher catch the ball. That being said, set realistic goals for yourself. Nobody else should set those either. You should figure out what you're doing. When I was working at the state and I was making myself 70, 80 grand a year with overtime, I, want, I got into real estate to match that. So I was like, if I can make 80 in my job and 80 in real estate, not down a buck 60, I felt pretty good 27 years ago, right? Then when I started doing that, I was like, all right, I can go to a quarter million a year. And I, I was like, what do I got to do to do that? How hard do I have to work? And what has to happen for that to happen, right? So it's understanding all of those things, right? And then I incrementally was, okay, I wonder what it would be like to make a half million dollars. Then I can remember the first time I thought about 20000 a week is a million dollars a year. Boom, what if I make that? And it's a little bit more, I got that. The person's like, it's actually this amount. Dude, why don't you go to work and stop editing everybody else's shit, right? So it, it's please... Don't get caught up in all of this mystical shit because that's how you get head fate. And then what happens is, you know, we talk about being punched in the face. You avoid being punched in the face because nobody in your family, when you go, tell you what, I just listened to Tom's podcast and I'm going to be a billionaire. Everybody knows you're not because statistically you have zero shot. Zero. Like barely above zero. Okay. But if you came home and said, you know what? I'm making a hundred grand a year right now. And I'm going to find a way part-time to make another hundred grand a year. I'm going to make 200 grand a year. And when I do that, here are the things I'm going to do in my life. And then if I achieve that, I'm going to try to see if I can do more. Maybe I won't. Maybe I want to get there, give money away, have a little bit extra freedom financially. Maybe I want to stay in the same house. Maybe I want to move. Maybe I don't. But you, we have way too many people that are not setting their own goals for themselves. Way too many. So in realistic goals, first of all, if you're happy making the amount of money you're making, then why are you listening to anybody? I wasn't happy because I didn't want to be a hostage to what I could or couldn't pay for, for myself, my kids, giving back. If somebody needed my help, legitimately not grown men, I always let grown men call me like, hey, my son's team needs a sponsor. I'm like, I'm not his dad. Like, I'm not his dad. Like, what do you mean? I, what are you talking about? Like, you know, pediatric cancer, I'm in, dude. You know, make a wish. Dream center, I'm in. You know, whatever it happens to be, I'm in. I'm in on all that. But at the end of the day, there are grown men, adult males, who got with a female, produced a child. Child comes out. Child gets to be a certain age. The adult male reaches out to me to see if I will support and donate for their team. There's probably 12 kids in the team. They all got a dad somewhere. Most of them know where they are, probably know their dad. They know who he is. I know a lot of them. And they ask me to donate to them because they won't work. Uh-uh. Now, if they all worked a job really hard, 40, 50 hours a week, <laughs> That was like, that's what, they, and they had another part-time job and they were doing it just to get by, different program. So you have to decide. So I also have any sympathy for the people that go, well, I don't really need, I don't need any more money. I'm like, then don't ask anybody for any money. That's the other, if you don't need any money, 
Don't ever mother effing ask anybody for any. So that's the rule. When I was making 30 grand a year, I wanted more, but that's what I was making. I never asked anybody to borrow their money. I never called another adult and said, can I get, will you do? Never, never one time. So be clear. If you go, I don't, as long as you're not like asking other people. If you're still living off of somebody, calling your mom and your dad, your uncle did pretty well, your grandpa, he loves to help me. No, he knows you're like a basically a shithead. And he's just like, he's a shithead. And, you know, he's 27, he can't pay his own bills, and I've done pretty well. So I give it to him. He's not proud of you. How could he be? Now, if you go, I make $24,000 a year and ask nobody for nothing. I pay my bills. I live real light. I'm happy about the way I live. Dude, I'm proud. To, to hear that. Not that I need to be proud. Who gives a shit about what I, if I'm proud or not for you, right? It doesn't matter. Most of us want to do more because we don't want to be beholden to people. Because when something happens in our lives, we want to make a decision. When this hit me, hit me like a ton of bricks was when my son playing baseball, had a broken arm, did surgery. And the surgeon actually, after we did it the first time, was like, hey, man, we're going to have to do some things just to help out. But we have this option. We can put like the synthetic bone in and we do this and we do that. And then it'll like, it'll like, it's the way to do it. If it was my kid, I'd do it that way. And I'm like, well, why didn't anybody talk? And they're like, well, it, insurance isn't covered. It's whatever amount of money. Dude, they could have told me that was a million dollars. And you can bet your mother effing life out of paid it. No problem. My kid, his ability to play ball, health, done. No problem, like no issue at all. So you have to ask yourself, that's for me freedom. It wasn't a million dollars. It wasn't $100,000. It was like a little north of 10. But I didn't have to go, damn, I wonder if I can do that. Damn, I got to take the money on my 401k. Or I got to borrow it from somebody, which I never would. I'd literally let you cut all my fingers off and my toes before ever as a grown man, I was like, hey, man, uh, could you could you help me out a little bit? I need you to like front me some money and float me. I, like I lit, I would. You can cut. You can cut my literally cut. Be like, here we go. I just would prefer that happen because at least eventually my my fingers like the, they'll heal. They won't be complete fingers, and I'll be. But if I borrowed money from you as an adult, because I couldn't, because I wouldn't work hard enough. Now you go. I'm doing everything I got, giving everything I got. No, it's not true. Because there's always opportunity to go out there and do more. So let's make sure the first thing you got to start with is where am I and where do I want to be? And how do I get there? Right? Those are all very, very pertinent. And then if you don't know how, find somebody. By the way, if you're trying to double or triple your income, do you think you need to go online and find somebody that's allegedly, which they're not billionaires, by the way. Just say so you no. Know, there's very few in the world. And statistically, you're probably not going to meet many. Um, I've met all kinds of people. And I met two legitimate, right? Um, you have to figure out what did other people do when they were in your situation to get there. Now, that's the stuff we'll talk about here. What does that look like as a sideline income? What does that look? I'm not a big side hustle guy. Hustle sounds like bullshit. So first of all, stop saying it's a side hustle. It's weird. What's your side hustle? I don't know. I'm, a, I'm an adult. I don't have a side hustle. What do I do for extra income? Do I have passive income? Start talking like a businessman or businesswoman, please. It's not about trying to impress people. A side hustle sounds stupid. 
If you come to me and go, hey, man, I got a side hustle of interest. I'm like, dude, I'm just into, I'm into legal shit now and I'm into making money. I'm not into hustles. I'm not in, that seems weird. Find other things that don't take much cash for you to get into. Good return on your investment because your time is probably limited, right? Because you had to put too much up, you get buried and then you can get hurt. And then if you're making 80 grand a year and you take 12 grand out of everything you got, which is 90% of your net worth, pour it in, it doesn't work. Now you're pretty screwed. But if you find something that doesn't require any cash up front, it makes everything different, right? Change them and it releases it like it's not near as much pressure. So the only one that can decide what you need to make is you. Stop listening to people talking about you need two to $300 million to be free. And they should stop pretending like they got it because they don't. And if they did, they wouldn't get on some of the shit you watch. They wouldn't. If I'm sitting here waiting for, I'm going to hold my breath for Joe Rogan to walk in the door and get on the show. I'm going to fucking die. You go, well, you're not that good, Sean. Neither are you. Your shit ain't that good either. Because many people watching me as you do. These guys are not worth what they say. And they're head faking you into a life of fantasy where literally you can follow and follow and follow and follow for years and never feel like you fail. Now, how about this? Let's say you started today. Next 12 months, you said, I want to make an extra 80 grand. And you made an extra 50. You, By the way, you fa- it's okay, but you did fail, right? But you failed. And you failed. But if you didn't become worth $300 million in a year, you didn't fail because everybody knows it's not possible or in five years or in a decade or in four decades. For me, I was articulably, it, I was, it was articulable. It wasn't articulability because that ain't a freaking word. It was articulable for me. Like I could figure out I need to make this much more. Did I? And I tracked that shit every month. How much do I make here? How much do I make here? How much do I make here? And how do I get ahead? You have to be able to have real numbers you have to be able to have a real focus and you have to have real success and failure. And it's okay to get punched in the face and knocked down. There's nothing wrong with that at all. But you have to start somewhere. Start where you are. Come up with a plan. We'll talk about it. If you want to know how to make some extra money, ask. I'll tell you. If I don't know, if it's an idea I've never tried, I'll find somebody that has. If I've, no, if I've tried and I failed it, I will tell you. I found a way to do it through insurance, through real estate, through multiple other things, through investing. I I have. And I've also taken a beating through waste management, other businesses, apparel. There's things I've done that have gone really well and things have done gone really bad. But I wasn't trying to go from $81,000 a year or $200,000 a year to be worth two to 300 million. And the minute somebody says you need two to $300 million to be financially free, tune them out because they're morons. No, there's jackass on there. I go, if you don't make uh, $487,000, you don't provide for your family. You're a loser. And I'm like, I wonder if you'd say that to all the guys that didn't make $487,000 a year to their faces. I don't think you would because I can see the fear in your eyes through the freaking camera. So you decide what you need to make. You decide how to get there. You track it. You decide what success and failure. You find people that are actually doing things to make money. We'll talk about it here and punch me in the face. Like, share, subscribe, comment, please. I always appreciate your time regardless of how you feel about the content. I do appreciate your time. I don't take it lightly.